0: Hello everyone and welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. My job is to put a, hopefully put a smile on your face. Um, tonight we're going to be discussing uh, The Twilight Zone, which was uh, created by Rod Serling. I'm going to go down and uh, talk about the uh, most episodes. I guess the these are the favorite episodes that everybody enjoyed watching. Me as a child, I loved watching The Twilight Zone, especially the black and white episodes. The 1983 movie that was brought out of the Twilight Zone was okay, but I didn't really find it. I didn't have any kind of magic with that movie. It was all right. Basically, they took some uh, episodes from the previous, uh, you know, the first couple years of the Twilight Zone, the original Twilight Zone, and they put those in the movie, but they colorized the versions of it. Um, The guy in the suit is always there sitting in a booth in the back of a restaurant or at a table in a nightclub. Maybe he's popping out of an alleyway or from behind a tree in the woods or perhaps strolling into living rooms and uh, crime scenes. His speech, uh, his voice um, is uh, unmistakable. His jaw is tight even uh, when he talks. His mouth barely seems to be moving. His hand almost always clenches a cigarette. The man is your tour guide to a fifth dimension. Beyond that which is known to man, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind, a land of both shadow and sust- substance, of things and ideals, and it's always got a tale to tell you. But everyday people, thrust to extraordinary circumstances, folks who find themselves stuck in and running out of time, and dreamers who learn that every granted wish comes a price tag. Your next stop is always a happy to tell you is the Twilight Zone. Now, when I watched these as, as a kid, I couldn't wait to get home from school because I believe they were on from 4 to 5, and I believe that uh, TBS ran those in the afternoons, if I'm not mistaken, or it could have been some other channel that ran it. But anyways, doesn't matter which channel it was. I really enjoyed watching them. Um, these are the top 25 episodes that people, that people had, uh, I guess these are the episodes that people really enjoyed watching, which they rated these number 25 is the masks. This is the one about the uh, grandfather who is passing away. And then he had a bunch of greedy children and these the pit they put these masks on, and then, after a certain hour after the grand grandfather passed away at midnight, they took the mask off and they looked in the mirror and they they seemed they uh, seen their faces were deformed as these masks. That's what the mask uh, episode was about long distance call, which is number twenty four. This was the one about Billy Mummy that uh, which everybody knows him from the lost in Space uh, TV series. Uh, His grandmother passed away, and before she passed away, she left him a a toy phone. So a certain hour every day, she would call him on this toy phone. But every time the mother would answer the phone, there would be nobody there. Only the little boy, which was Billy Mummy, could be able to hear her voice. Number 23 was called 2. Um, this one was about a uh, soldier, which is Charles Bronson, and also the woman was uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Montgomery, and it was a tale of two uh, survivors left of World War Three. This was the episode um, where nobody really said anything through the whole episode. No, no words were spoken through the episode, which is a shame because I w- really wish they would have spoken this episode. Um, but in the end, I, in this episode, he goes and she goes into, to this department store and he gets a dress and you see him walking to the, walking together at the end of the episode. Number 22 is the dummy. This is the one about the, um, the guy has a dummy and he goes and, uh, you know, they go and do all these, uh, um, jokes at this nightclub. And then the end, the uh, dummy ends up taking over. And then the, uh, the man he starts looking like the, as being the dummy. Basically, that's what that episode's about. Number 21 is a stop at Willoughby. This is the one about the episode of a man who basically is going insane. He goes onto this train every day, and uh, he this one, he falls asleep. And then he arrives in this town, somewhere like the 1800s, and the town is called Willoughby. And he... He doesn't get off the first two times, but he gets off, I believe, on the third time. And then the third time he gets off, he uh, comes to his death. He jumps off the train, I guess, because he goes too much insane. And then he jumps off the train in the Willoughby, it's the funeral, Willoughby funeral services at the end. That was a really good episode. Uh, the uh, number 20 is a nice, nice place to visit. Um, this one was about. Um, trying to remember what this episode was about oh this was the one about this guy who gets uh shot after I believe he was trying to rob a store or something well anyways he gets shot uh by the police department by some kind of cop shoot him anyways he gets woken woken up by this guy named Pip and he thinks he's in heaven because Pip takes him to like this big enormous penthouse And he pretty much gets anything that he wants. Well, he gets finally tired of everything because he gets to win at everything and all this stuff. He gets all these beautiful women. And then Pip goes, oh, you're not in heaven. Because the guy thinks he's in heaven. He goes, no, you're not in heaven. You're in the other place. So he ends up being in hell in the other place. He couldn't figure, through the whole episode, he couldn't figure out why he was forgiven. Well, he wasn't forgiven. (laughs) He was in hell. The next episode, number 19, is The Hitchhiker. Uh, it's about this lady who's driving. All she keeps doing is seeing the same guy in her mirror. That's all she keeps seeing is is the same guy in his mirror. That episode, I really couldn't understand what that episode was really about. Um, the next one is called The Midnight Sun, where everybody is getting hot. It's, it's like the world is getting closer and closer to the sun. And then at the end of it, I believe that uh, the world just blows up that kind of thing. It wasn't really that good of an episode. I really didn't enjoy watching that one. Um, the next one is this, uh, Perchance to dream. It's about this guy with a heart condition. He keeps dreaming, dreaming about this carnival that he's going to die. I believe he's going to die at this carnival. He's seen a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist says that he's just going through a lot of things in his mind. He's not thinking clearly. Uh, The next one uh, says the four of us are dying. This is the one about um, this guy can change his face to anything that he wants it to be. Basically, that's what that episode's about. And it stars uh, um, Ross Martin, which Ross Martin is in uh, The Wild Wild West as that Gordon guy. Next one is The Nick of Time. It's about a... um, Oh, this is the one about William Shatner's in this one where he gets his job promotion. He's on his way there to this job. Their car breaks down. They have to get their car serviced, so they go into this diner. They go sit at this one table, and it's got this, uh, I don't know what you want, to call, a fortune teller machine. It's got a picture of the devil on top of it with horns and stuff. Well, anyways, they start putting a penny in there, and it, it tells them what's going to happen on this other stuff. So he goes and checks on his car. The one card he gets, it says it's going to, uh, there's going to be something's going to hit him or try to hit him or something. So he goes and checks on his car. He goes across the street and this truck comes around, almost hits him. They go back. He goes back into the machine, starts reading more. And then all of a sudden, they just realize they got to get out of there. They got to move on. They get in their car and they head out where they need to go. Then they show these other two people coming into the restaurant and they go to that same booth and they said, what's the thing say now and all this. stuff. it was actually a pretty good, interesting, uh, uh, twilight zone episode. Uh, the after hours is about this, um, this department store where these mannequins get to, uh, be alive for so many days, I guess, or so many years or whatever the case may be. I don't really remember. Uh, just remember part of the episode This one lady goes back to the store and she gets stuck on a certain floor. And then this lady approaches her and says that she's actually a mannequin and you know, a mannequin and she doesn't. But the lady doesn't really remember why she's back at the store. She doesn't remember that she was a mannequin. But anyways, when she returns and another, another lady gets to go out and uh, pursue her dreams of, you know, being a human. Next episode is, is mirror image. This one was about a, um, well, actually, I don't really know what this one was about. It's amazing. I've watched Twilight Zones for so many episodes, and some of them I don't really uh, remember about. Oh, this one was a, one about this lady who keeps seeing herself. She keeps seeing herself everywhere. She's at this, finally gets to this bus station. I guess she sees herself at this bus station. I don't really remember what happened in the episode, I guess, because I didn't really find it interesting to watch. Number 12 is Where Is Everybody? This is Season 1, Episode 1. Now, this was, I believe, one of the top 10s, and this should be higher than 12. It's about this man who uh, is wearing this military uniform. He's going through this town and stuff, and nobody's there. He's the only one there. He don't even remember who he is, so he goes into this. At night, this movie starts popping up on the screen. He goes in there and says, he goes in there and starts watching. He sees these planes and stuff, and they're dressed just like him. And he comes running out and he says, "I'm Air Force. I'm Air Force." At the end, uh, he's in this tight box that the military had invented. I guess basically they were they were fine as, they were trying to find out how long it would be before you would snap if you had no other uh, people to talk to, or you know, if you had no people to talk to. They were checking to see how long it would be before you would finally snap. Um, the next episode is It's a Good Life. This one is about um, Will Robinson's in this one again, which is Billy Mummy. And basically he has these powers. He can send people to the cornfield that are bad to him, that don't treat him right. He wishes them away and they go away. That was a pretty good episode. Now, they, they did a remake of this in that 1983 movie, The Twilight Zone. To me, I like the Twilight Zone episodes that are in black and white. I enjoy them when they're in black and white. Uh, Number 10 is Living Doll. This is the one with Telly Savalas, where the mother buys her daughter a uh, birthday present. And the doll is called Talking Tina. And Telly Savalas, which plays a father, he's not too happy about the mother buying this doll for her daughter. But anyways, um, he tries everything he can because the doll's talking to him. No one believes this, but the doll is talking to him and says, I don't think I like you very well and all this stuff. So he tries to burn her. He put her through. He put this doll through a uh, uh, vice grips. Didn't work. There's several things that he did. Put her in the garbage. It still didn't work. And then finally at the end of the show, the doll is on the stairs. So he comes out and he uh, trips on her and falls all the way to his death. So the doll got the uh, last laugh in that episode. Uh, number nine is a game of uh, pool. This is the one that had Jack Clubman in it, and I believe also Jonathan Jonathan Winters was in this one. This is the episode where you had to keep playing pool 24 hours a day unless you defeat somebody else, and then I guess you're set free. Uh, you go to heaven, I guess, and you're, that's all you're doing is playing pool 24 hours a day because this Jack Clubman guy, he wanted to be the best, and so he played the guy for the best, and he beat him, and then he's now stuck. In that position of playing golf or not golf, playing pool all the time. Number, uh, number eight is five characters in search of an exit. This is the one that had the 10 man, not 10 man had bagpipe player, a ballerina, an old, uh, an old school hobo, a clown and a gung ho army major. Now this episode, everybody was alive. Like in this round tube thing, this like tub type thing, bucket type thing. Everybody was alive. And then uh, at the they, they were trying everything they can because they don't remember how they even got there. Well, they were trying everything they can to get out of it. Finally, the army soldier gets out of it. and He falls to the ground. There's snow and everything. And they kept, every time this bell, bell thing would ring, the, the bucket would shake. So they couldn't figure out what was going on. Finally, he gets over there. And then this little girl found him, picked him up, said, Mommy, look what I found. And she goes, well, just put him back in that box or whatever, the, you know, whatever it was. And then he ends up being back in there again. Basically, it was a thing. I think they were saving toys for uh, for uh, poor children or something like that. But it was a pretty interesting story. Uh, number seven was A Time Enough at Last. This one had uh, uh, the guy who starred uh, Burgess Meredith, Meredith, who was uh, Rocky's manager in the Rocky uh, movie series. He was this one named uh, Henry Bemis that worked at a bank. The manager didn't like him reading all the time. This guy constantly read all the time. He loved to read. So anyways, he takes his lunch break in the uh, bank vault. All of a sudden, a certain hour, he looks at this clock. I guess he's getting ready to return back from his break. Uh, bombs or something goes blows up. Stuff blows up and he goes up to the top. Or You know, everything's in shangles and all this stuff. He walks all the way to his, uh, to his house where his house is. That's no longer there. It's gone. And then he makes his way to the library. Well, he starts stacking books and he says, I got this book. I can read this, this, this. And all of a sudden he sits down and starts to read his glasses fall off. He steps on his glasses and breaks them. Now he's pretty much screwed because he can't read now without his glasses. So that's pretty much how that, uh, how the episode ended. It was actually pretty good. Um, the next one is the Invaders. This is the one about this woman, where she, uh, this old woman, lived in this far away uh, cabin type thing out in the hills somewhere. Well, anyway, she hears this weird noise on top of the cabin. She goes up and opens it up at the top, and she sees this like space type vehicle, space alien vehicle on top of her, of her cabin. Well, she knocks. I guess she knocked it off and uh she called the authorities out or whatever the case may be but anyways they found out it was a toy from a toy store but the lady thought we were really being invaded by aliens uh number 4 was nightmare at 20,000 feet this is the one with william shatner in it again he uh was terrified of, of uh flying so he's on the wing and all of a sudden it's it's pouring down rain thunder and lightning and stuff and then he looks out the window and he sees this monster sitting on the wing ripping uh every time he looks he sees the uh the monster trying to rip uh part of the wing off or something or to get to the engine or something that's out there and finally the plane lands and then they go out and they, and they think he's going insane they think William Shatner's going insane in this movie or this episode so at the end, when the plane finally lands, I think it had emergency landing or something. When it finally ended landing, the next day they saw part of the uh, part of the uh, thing had been ripped off where the monster was ripping it off or trying to, I don't know whatever the monster was trying to do, but he was trying to bring the plane down for some reason. I have the beholders about this uh, lady who gets a surgery done to her face, so she looks uh, real beautiful or whatever. No, she looked already, she looked beautiful already, but she had uh, surgery done so she could look like the rest of these people. This is the episode where these people had like pig noses where she wanted to look like them instead of, uh, the way she was deformed. You know, her face was, was perfect basically. And they send her away to another, a thing that people looked exactly like her and all this stuff. Uh, the monsters are due. This is number two. The monsters are due on Maple street. This episode here, people were going nuts and crazy over this episode. They thought, um, there was aliens gonna, uh, uh, they, they thought there was monsters living on their street and all this stuff, and people were blaming one another. They were bringing out shotguns and all this other stuff. But it was a, a pretty good episode. Number one is to serve man. This is the episode about the aliens were coming down from outer space and they wanted to take people up back up to the uh planet where they're from with them. Well, people weren't realizing is that. To serve man, that mean that meant that they wanted to serve them. So people weren't realizing this. This one doctor guy found out about it. He tried to stop her, stop these people from getting in. Uh, I guess he's tried to stop this one girl he was in love with and all these other people. He tried to stop them from going, but nobody wanted to listen. So at the end, they pushed him. I guess they pushed him up there in that spaceship, and they kept trying to get him to eat and all this stuff. All this stuff he didn't want to eat. And uh, I guess that's basically the episode was called to serve man. People weren't understanding it at first, but that's what it was called to serve man. Uh, That is the top uh, episodes of the Twilight Zone that people had said that some of these episodes were okay. There's other episodes that I would have put on this list that were a lot better than a lot of these episodes that they have on here. Another episode, I don't remember what it was called, but... um, this episode, I believe, had, no, was it wasn't Shirley Temple. It had, uh, I don't remember who this little girl was. But anyways, they had this man and woman. They wake up in this house, and they don't remember how they got there. They don't remember how they got there. They just, they wanted to go home and all this other stuff. They ended up in this people's bed. And then they, um. anyways... They start walking around the house, trying to find out what's going on. They try to find other people, and there's, you know, they leave the house, and there's nobody else around. Then finally, to make it to make the story short, is um, there's this little girl that is, I guess, playing with. They see this shadow going over top of them where they're at, and then uh, they uh, they don't know what's going on. Basically, they just see this shadow over top of them. Then all of a sudden, they try to hide somewhere, and then the mother walks in. She goes, "Can I play with Can I play with my Earth people a little longer?" And the mother goes, "No, you need to uh, come and eat lunch or something like that." That you know, it was a pretty interesting story. I don't remember what it was called, but it was actually pretty good. There's been several episodes that Rod Serling did that was really good that I wish would have made this list, but it is what it is. Um I would suggest if you want to check out some good things of the Twilight Zone, just every year, uh, every year Sci-Fi Channel runs that 24-hour marathon of the Twilight Zone, which I try to tend to watch every year if I can remember when they're on. And there's also, you know, you can also get DVDs on it and all this stuff. Now, the new episodes that they brought out Twilight Zone, I believe was last year. Those are okay, but I really don't care for those. They're not that great of episodes. They they just don't have that magic that the original uh, Twilight Zone has. And especially when I watch the Twilight Zone, I like to be I like it to be in black and white instead of color. To me, it just more looks more original, and it's uh, you know to me it just looks more original being in black and white. I guess because I've watched the older episodes, so I'm just used to watching those. But the new ones are okay. But to me, they just don't have that magic that the old ones have. But uh, that's my take on Rod Serling. He was uh, very intelligent, uh, very smart on uh, making The Twilight Zone. And I'm glad that he did because, you know what, watching The Twilight Zone is a, is a great cult figure. It, it, you know, you never get tired of watching Twilight Zone, even though you've seen all these episodes several, t- several hundreds of times. You never get tired of watching it. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast tonight, and everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.